This is More Knowledge, More Wealth with your host, Gabriel Shaheen. Gabriel is a certified financial planner and a registered investment advisor at Falcon Wealth Planning. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the services or securities discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full informed investment decision. More knowledge, more wealth. Now here's your host, Gabriel Shaheen. Good day, this is Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here and every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. Our job is to give you the knowledge you need to increase your wealth. Now to the listener, you can always reach out to myself or any one of our colleagues here at Falcon Wealth Planning. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON like the bird or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com that's falconwp.com for short now i'm the president of falcon wealth planning we are a fee-only non-commissioned true fiduciary folks we help clients all across the country folks give us a call we are offering a free financial assessment to really help relate this show to your specific situation our headquarters is here in southern california but we can help all over doesn't matter where you are folks give us a call we'll help identify where you are today how retirement looks like taxes investments estate planning insurance folks you name it anything that involves a dollar sign folks our phone number is 855-963-2526 that's 855-96-FALCON like the bird folks there is so much to talk to you about today especially with just coming off what's happening so far the year and just reviewing yet again what happened last year now when you take a look at just what's happened this past january now when you look at the stock market and you look at the returns that happened this year and historically speaking, okay, when it's 58 years where January had positive years in the market, okay, a majority of the time, almost 80% of the time, the stock market ended positive with an average rate of return of 12 and a half percent for the year okay it's just important to know because we had a return of over six percent in the month of january now first question i have is did you have a six percent return or were you in all crash uh, all cash because you were s scared of the earlier crash that happened in 2022 so a lot of the problem is people sell low they don't sell high okay that's the problem of really being able to react and improperly reacting to what's going on in the market you're worrying too much about the politics you're worrying too much about what's on the news you're worrying too much about your accounts when in reality you got to think long term your time horizon because you retire in five years is not five years god willing it's the next two three four decades from now your time horizon and your goal of investing should be your money to last and be able to maintain your lifestyle. And for some of you, maybe increase your lifestyle. But the problem is a lot of you all went into cash because of what happened last year. And when you take a look in the stock market, when you look at the past few years of what's happened in the stock market, majority of the time, it's positive. And the ending 11 months, the, the next 12 months after January, for a majority of the time, we're talking 80% of the time is positive what happens in January, regardless if it goes up or down in the first periods. And so when you want to look at, especially with the Fed rising its rate, raising its rates, 
The performance is extremely important here because the importance of how much the Fed raises rates is key. There is an oversimplification that asset class returns have an inverse relationship to interest rate increases. The size of the rate height tells you more about the direction of the interest rate moves, folks. And you can see this simply on just what's going on from long periods of times. We're talking about 50 plus years ago and what happens in the subsequent months. And we've talked about this in the past, folks, and that is whatever the feds decide to do, you got to think the stock market is the smartest thing that's out there. So let me simplify this. It knows in advance of what's going to happen. Now, the federal government has told us they're only going to raise rates Q2 to Q3 of this year. So they already told us that. Okay. So now the markets are starting to react. That's what you saw in January. And you're starting to see some calmness right now, not calmness before the storm, but you're trying to see the stock market right now trying to subdue itself because it knows that the markets are going to slow down and the rates are going to slow down. What the market does at that point, it recalibrates. Now it has a new baseline. It has a new setting. And what happens from there is companies now have a known number to work with. So how they can properly forecast and run their business. The issue before is they were raising rates so fast. Inflation was going up so much. They were only supposed to raise rates one and a half percent last year and it went over 3%. So the point is, is now they're able to have some consistency and you're seeing that with inflation calming down and rates now coming down. By the way, folks, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, certified financial planner and your host of more knowledge, more wealth here on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. And today we're just talking about the basic premises of what's happening in the markets today and taking a look at the interest rate hikes that are going to eventually be slowing down in the Q2, Q3 of this year and what you should do about it. The problem is most people are just reacting based on yesterday's news. Nobody's really proactive these days. I notice that a lot. Most people are just hearing what they're newsing and depending on how it makes them feel, they make a decision. When in reality, you should be making a firm economic discipline decision. You know, now you know the markets are going to go up over time, right? That where that's a benefit of capitalism. Now, the issue is most people get greedy and fearful and act incorrectly. And you actually see this in multiple forms of Dalbar studies. Now, Dalbar is a study that measures how you do compared to the markets. It sees inflows and outflows for retail investors like yourselves. And when you look at the performance over 10, 20, 30, 40 plus years of analysis and research, it shows how your performance is done, how you miss the best days in the market, how you were invested during the worst days of the market, and you timing improperly. And you hear this all the time. Nobody out there can time markets. Nobody knows when to buy and when to sell. And guess what? If you sold, congratulations. If you sold January of 2022, good for you. Well, why didn't you buy in when it was down 40? What were you waiting for? Stock market to drop 80? Like, think about that for a second. That's why nobody in the history of the world can consistently be able to choose individual stock and time markets. And because you cannot do those two things consistently, we recommend stay invested. Now, that doesn't mean you're all 100% in stocks or the US stock market or US large cap like Dow Jones, S&P and NASDAQ. No, that's not what I'm saying. You need to be globally diversified. And what we see more times than not is people aren't. They're chasing the next shiny thing that's out there and investing in that. And that's just so improper to do. And that's shown in your in the Dow bar 
more studies showing where the markets have done 10, 11% over these 20, 30, 40 year periods and individual investors have done a whopping 4%, which is sad if you think about it. And this is why some people say, Paying a professional 1% to 2%, oh my gosh, that could be so expensive. Now, I do agree you shouldn't be paying any commissions. But to think that you're overpaying for a 1% management fee when you missed out on potentially 7% plus return by doing it yourself, that's insane. And another, another thing, people say, well, I can just buy the S&P 500 and be fine. Well, if that's the case, imagine doing that in 2000 to 2009, that 10-year period, you would have been down 1%. Over 10 years, your compounded rate of return was not very good. Your total return after the 10 years, your million dollars was now worth $900,000. You get what I'm saying? So it's all about being proactive and globally diversified. And we see this all far too often, folks. And if you need help with this, if you want to just take a look at your situation, just to see if what you've been doing is accurate, and more importantly, how we can help answer these questions on the investments, on the tax, on financial planning, on estate planning, on whatever it involves a dollar sign, folks, give us a call. We're offering one to two meetings, one to two hours of our time, folks, at no cost, folks. We would love to help. We have offices all over. We have our headquarters here in Southern California. Give us a buzz. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's Falcon wp.com for short we would love to help you point you in the right direction of what you should be doing because investments is one side of it but as tax seems to be year-round but is amongst us this is where you really should analyze what strategies are available to you because taking a look at what happened during last year and the markets dropping my i bet you even if you were a buy and hold person you probably we're not taking advantage of any tax strategies that were available to you, such as processing your required minimum distribution when the market is low. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why would I sell low? I didn't say sell. You misheard me. I said process your required minimum distribution. You transfer out shares out of the IRA and let the rebound happen outside of the retirement account in a brokerage account, which, oh, by the way, is a lower tax rate, right? When you take it out of IRA, it's taxed at your ordinary income tax brackets. When you take it out of a brokerage and sell out of a brokerage account, you only pay taxes on the capital gains, on what you made on the, on the uh, asset. So these are simple concepts that I don't see people doing. And I don't blame you. You don't do this every day. But to think for a second that there's no other value outside of investment management is sad. But you know what? I'm here to say you are right. And the reason you are right is because most firms that are out there only focus on your investments. They're not allowed to give tax advice. They actually say it pretty simply. And you've heard this before. Please consult with a tax advisor. I used to say that prior to starting Falcon Wealth Planning almost 10 years ago. I used to say, consult with the tax advisors. Well, I was so fed up saying that, mostly because I was more competent than the tax advisors because they're tax preparers. You meet with your accountant once or twice a year. You don't meet with them multiple times throughout the year. You know why? Because that's a tax planner. And you need to meet with your tax planner multiple times. You don't want to meet with your accountant in February, March, or April. Because that's from last year. You want to be able to talk to them uh, by the end of the year. You want to talk to them now for now. You want to talk to them in February or March of 
2023 for tax year 2023. Well, you're meeting with your accountants now, but that's for 2022. And a lot of those strategies ended December 31st. I see it all the time, folks. Give us a call. We would love to help. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON. Like the bird, folks. We would love to help put a personal assessment for you to help answer the questions that you may have. Because investments is one side of it. But we haven't talked about other strategies that are available for you such as tax house harvesting but i'll tell you exactly how that works too but we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back after a few words this is gabriel shaheen certified financial planner your host of more knowledge more wealth that's on every weekend we're going over all important topics of personal finance we're going over retirement planning making sure you're prepared for retirement social security and strategies real estate taxes avoiding them now and in the future investments reducing fees commissions and so on insurance and estate planning folks we are offering a free financial assessment that you could take advantage of we have offices all across southern california including the inland empire give us a call to take advantage it's a 500 offer our phone number is 855-963-2526 that's 855-96-FALCON like the bird or visit our website falconwealthplanning.com that's falconwp.com for short enjoy the show we look forward to serving you Welcome back, folks. This is Gabriel Shane, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend. And we're talking about all important topics of personal finance. And today I was just talking about the stock market and how January was such a good time in the stock market of 2023. And when you take a look, historically speaking, how the Januaries are about 50-50 of being a good or bad start to the year. It's half of the time it loses money, half of the time it makes money. And that's over the past almost 15 years. But when you look at the subsequent 11 months after January, historically speaking, over 80% of the time, it is a positive year. And that makes sense because the market, quite frankly, about 70 to 80% of the time is positive. It does well. It performs, which makes sense. Most of the time, all the time, it feels like outside of certain periods, like during COVID and last year and which was 2022 and during the Great Recession, it retracts, it goes down. But historically speaking, it goes up. Why? Because you and I work for a paycheck <laughs> and your employers also work to make money. And this is why capitalism, when you look at people having control to grow, and I know they say sometimes that can become greedy and that's the bad part of capitalism. But when you focus on the good, this is why people invest in global markets, especially in America, because of that simple fact. We allow companies to be profitable and to continue to grow. And we like to participate in that. The problem is most people don't know when to buy and when to sell, and they try to buy individual stocks. And individual stocks are great until they're not great. You get what I'm saying? Until they go out of business. Enron was great until it wasn't and went out of business. Same with Sears, same with Macy's, same, which is, you know, these are companies that are dying here. And so they're not keeping up with the times. Every company is great until it's not. So my comment to you is that's why we recommend indexes. That's what we're telling you to get a globally diversified portfolio. Don't just buy the S&P 500. I hear people say that all the time. How did that do from 2000 to 2009? It didn't do well. Your million dollars was 900,000 after 10 years. So you have to stay diversified. But the problem is people fixate so much on fees and costs. When I'm here to say, 
most individual investors who don't have a professional, this is shown in the Dalbar study, you can easily look that up, perform over a 30 to 40 year period, 4% where the market does almost 11% returns. And this is sad because people say it's expensive to hire a professional. I say, try doing it yourself as an amateur. You're getting 250% less returns by doing it that way, right? 4% almost versus 12. And so you have to factor in other contributions. What value is this person getting for managing the money? And this is why we talked about tax planning and tax strategies. Now, I wanted to highlight on tax loss harvesting. Last year in 2022 is a fantastic year to do some tax loss harvesting. Why? Because the market dropped. You're able to capture losses on the way down without actually losing the investment. You can sell your Pepsi and go buy Coke. You can sell your UPS and go buy FedEx. Go sell Johnson & Johnson and go buy Pfizer. You get what I'm saying? By the way, those are not recommendations. What I'm here to say is you have to sell and rebuy something. Here's the key word, similar. By doing so, which by the way, only matters in a brokerage account. You can't do it in an IRA. Why? Because an IRA, you only pay taxes when you take it out. A Roth, you can't do it because you never pay taxes. This only works in a brokerage account. By doing that, you're able to write off those losses against your ordinary income, which is the little tax brackets you see from the 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and the 37% bracket. But the capital gains rates are always lower. Assuming it was held for over a year, uh, you are able to realize the gains at a lower rate, but the losses you could write off against your ordinary income. This is crucial, folks. Yet again, why is it crucial? It's crucial because this is a key contributor to saving money in taxes. You write off against your ordinary income, but you repay the gain, the tax, at a preferred tax rate, which is always lower when we're talking stocks here, always lower than your ordinary income tax bracket. This is what I'm talking about, which is why advisors say, please consult with a tax advisor. Because most people don't understand that. Most professionals don't understand that, which is why they're not legally allowed to give you the advice. That is the benefit of having in-house tax. That is the benefit of being tax planners. And that is the benefit of being true comprehensive in the nature. Because how are you supposed to manage somebody's money? How does somebody call themselves a financial advisor when they don't even see every aspect of your financial situation? It's insane to me. I mean, your taxes are by far the most important piece of your financial situation. It tells you how much income you have, tells you what tax bracket you're in, tells you what capital gains rates you're in, tells you it's ordinary and qualified dividends, which is taxed completely differently, but it's the same investment. So you might have somebody trying to sell you something that can get you a five, 6%, but you're paying ridiculously high taxes versus you can get something that's paying you four to 5%, which, oh, by the way, it's a lower rate of return, which yields to a less risk investment, which, oh, by the way, could be more tax advantageous to you. You could net more from an after-tax point of view while taking less risk. This is why it's crucial. By the way, folks, if you're just joining me, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner, and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. And today, I wanted to go over with you just the simple concepts of investing. And this is why we're offering a free financial assessment to give one to two meetings, one to two hours of our time, folks, at no cost. If you need help, give us a call. We would love to help. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird. We're happy to put a personal, confidential assessment for you to help relate this show to your specific situation, folks. We would love to help out. By the way, 
feel free to listen to the show and on repeat or every week on our podcast or on Spotify where you can listen to the show and even speed it up at 1.5 if you really like. If I'm talking too slow for you, I'm sure I get that a lot, right? So, uh, <laughs> but let's focus yet again on just the key characteristics of the conversation. And most of the time when you see the inflow and outflow of investing, you typically, historically speaking, will do better if you do the opposite of what the herd mentality does. Now, from a herd mentality, this is where people all sell out of bonds at the worst timing, when it was down 15%. When the stock market was down 30% or so, depending on the indice, everybody sold. Well, if you look at what professionals would do, and what we're recommending for you is, depending on your situation, it may make sense to go ahead and buy in at that point in time. Now, if you were disciplined, you would do that without even knowing it. How? Through something called a rebalance. If your portfolio is truly half stocks, half bonds, let's say you have a million dollars, and half of it's in stocks, half of it's in bonds, or fixed income, whatever you want to call it. Well, if the stock side dropped, let's be extreme here, by 50%. You don't have half a million in stocks anymore. You have 20, 250,000, which means if assuming your bonds stayed the same, now you have still the 500,000 of bonds, which means you are one third to stocks to bonds when you should be 50-50. So that's where you're supposed to sell more on the bond side to buy into the stocks. Now here's where it gets complicated. You have a year like last year where bonds were also down 10 plus percent. So what do you do? What do you sell? Well, this is where Sometimes you have three options. You could do one of three things when the markets are moving. It's either the market goes up and something up goes higher. So you sell high and buy something that's not as high. Sell high and buy low is the initial term. Now that's the second thing that can happen. Something goes up, something goes down. Sell high, buy low. Which is, think about it, what every single investor in the history of investments wants to do. But how come you don't do it? You're letting it ride. You're doing an auto quarterly rebalance on your 401k, which is crazy to think about. The third thing is you sell low and buy lower. Now, when you look at the rebound that's happened, bonds have had a pretty good rebound. Stocks have had a good rebound. Of course, then you have February. That wasn't that great of a rebound on the stock side. It's actually been a bit volatile. But volatility is to be expected going forward. But volatility can be your friend if you know what you're doing. And sadly, what we've seen, most people don't know what they're doing. We're recommending that you take a look at your situation, reevaluate each holding that you have, because not all asset allocations are the same. Some still have junk bonds. Some still have high yields. Some still have, which are junk bonds. Some have long-term bonds. Some have treasury inflated protected securities, which are called TIPS. Some still have a heavy weighting in tech versus others. Some have value tilted. Some are small cap tilted. Some are sector specific. Some add alternatives in there, like energy, like what we did. We've been in energy for a few years now. Thank God we have. It was a fantastic investment. Some have REITs in there. Some have hedge funds, private equities. My point to you is you have to be able to identify your situation and execute that accordingly. What we see more times than not, people don't. They do a herd mentality. They buy something that they sell in Barron's or something that Kramer said on DV, which is insane to do because that has no customization to you at all. You're literally just following the next shiny thing. This is why it's crucial to speak to a professional, somebody that knows what they're doing, somebody that has a vested interest to do what's in your best interest. And this is what we call a true fiduciary. 
There are commission-based advisors there. They only get paid when you buy something from them. Well, that doesn't seem like a comp avoiding conflict of interest. There's fee-based people that can charge a fee or sell you a commission-based product. Well, that's hard to identify. Or there's a fee only option, which is like us at Falcon Wealth Planning, where we only get paid directly from our clients. Why? Because we sell brain. That's what we sell. And so we only get compensated if you decide you want to hire us. But we are offering a free financial assessment where we'll give you one to two hours, one to two meetings of our time, folks, with no cost. Give us a buzz. We'd be happy to help. We have offices all over and we help people nationwide. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON. Like the bird, folks. Folks, we are going to be going strictly to podcasts and Spotify's going forward okay please be able to turn in we've had a heavily request and majority of our followers and listeners are already hearing us on podcast or on spotify so we're excited to help you guys we're excited for you to continue to listen to the show and we may be coming back to the radio here sometime soon but we're strictly going to go on podcast going forward we want to thank you for tuning in with us this weekend please feel free to reach out to myself or any one of our colleagues here at falcon wealth planning our phone number is 855 963 2526. That's 855 96 Falcon, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to wish you a great week. Have a great weekend, and God bless.